This program is part of the Cosmic Potato Podcast Network. For more shows like this, visit our website at cosmicpotato.com. We interrupt this program to annoy you and make things generally irritating. <laughs> Welcome to Cosmic Potato, the super fan talk podcast. Easy peasy lemon squeezy. We've got you covered with everything from Marvel to Star Wars. I'm glad you asked that because I wanted to take this time to explain my evil plan. Classic films, trivia games, and beyond. Come on to the coast and get together, have a few laughs. Now, on with the show. Keep the change, you filthy animal. Hey everybody and welcome to Cosmic Potato, the super fan talk podcast. My name is Sean Ray and sometimes I let a lit match burn down to my fingers just so I can feel something, <laughs> anything. <laughs> and, and sitting across the virtual table from me is a guy who has a black belt in haiku kung fu, Mr. John Irons. How are you? I want to try to do one spontaneously. I, I, like I had a joke ready, but let me see if I can fit it in haiku form. Okay. <clears throat> um... Yes, my hands are wet, but because I just washed them, there's no uh, no other reason. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> well done. Thanks. And, and joining, us as, <laughs> joining us as usual to round out this round table is uh, Rick. How are you, sir? Um, a little bit less round these days, so uh, just doing <laughs> well, fine. Good. good for you. <laughs> New Year's resolution. And Virginia, how's it going? Good. How's everyone tonight? Doing pretty well. Uh, so we've kind of been on hiatus for the last couple of months. Uh, so we got a lot, a lot of catching up to do. A lot of things came out over the holidays that we want to chat a little bit about. I've got four or five things on my list. I don't. I wouldn't be surprised if we only get to a couple of them. But how was everybody's holiday? Did you guys uh, have a have a pretty good uh, Christmas, New Year's? Yeah, yeah, it was all right. It was all right. This was a weird holiday. It, it uh, you know, usually with Christmas, I either am ebullient or morose. And uh, sorry, I fell into a thesaurus this afternoon. <laughs> um, and this this Christmas was neither. It was it was a very neutral, which actually I didn't mind. Um, my in laws came into town, which uh, is a good thing. Uh, I won the lottery when it came to in laws. My mom, my wife's family is great, and so the kids got to spend time with their grandparents, and uh, we got to spend time shutting the damn dog up and barking out every time every time my father in law stood up. <laughs> <laughs> Our yeah. our dog is a bear of little brain, <laughs> so, but we, it was it was cool. We kept things pretty small, though, and we just kind of stayed in. You know, I've been working a lot lately, so it was nice to just have a have a few days off. So, um, okay, so oh, I do ha I did have one. This is way a way off topic question. I kind of thought of this today, and this is just like a. Uh, just a random question, and it has to do with politics, but not not the politics that you think that I'm going to talk about. <laughs> um, so the politics of dancing? No. It, okay, so my daughter yesterday played her band played in the governor's inauguration. Um, <laughs> okay. Why? 
do politicians have an inauguration if they've already been in office? They've already been inaugurated. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's a good point. Why yes. do all the pomp and circumstance and spend all this money for banquets and parties and parades and things if you've already been in office for several years? <laughs> well, it, it's it's you know it's kind of like when you're on your second marriage, but you have a shower anyway. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. <laughs> well, but but maybe actually, if you're marrying the same person, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna side with Sean on this because then you shouldn't call it an inauguration. Inauguration literally means like welcome to the thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you should call it a. Um, Reaffirmation party, <laughs> yeah. Reaffirmation will be, yeah. yeah. Reoccupation, depending on the politician. We're renewing our vows. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, okay. That so. is like so weird because earlier today I was having I saw one of those memes going around that was like, um, without saying how old you are, you know, say something that would tell people your age or whatever. And so I thought, you know. Um, two weeks after Reagan was inaugurated the first time. But then I'm like, no, that wouldn't make sense because you're only inaugurated. Like, this is a, a thought I had literally like an hour ago. <laughs> wow, y'all are reading my mind from the future. Anyway. <laughs> well, I thought about I, I think about it every time a president uh, has a second term and then they have a bigger inauguration. But then since it happened yesterday, I I thought I'd bring it up on the show and we could we could ponder about it. <laughs> I think I think um, you know again I don't I'm not I don't want to get political, but from a a, a purely um, linguistic standpoint, um, instead of impeachment, they should just call it inauguration. <laughs> <laughs> and they can have a big party and let them make a speech and everything. You're being un- <laughs> inaugurated. Yeah. <laughs> So now you've got me curious, uh, Virginia. I would like to hear what everybody would say that they are what old. Like for me, for for instance, I am high beam switch on the floor old. Wow, impressive. I am a uh, Star Wars old. <laughs> <laughs> um, let me think. Something distinctive. I am. I am. Uh, slide the thing across the box to change the cable channel old. (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) And Virginia, you said uh, Reagan's second inauguration. No, first. Oh, first, okay. Because there's only one. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. We just had this whole conversation. That's right. (laughs) I wasn't listening. Um, Okay, so... It's like we never left. <laughs> right. <laughs> Netflix. Uh... Okay, so the listeners know uh, I've, I moved in the last uh, couple of months, and I'm now living in an apartment, whereas I was living in a house before. And when I was in a house, when I recorded, I was in a den. I was all by myself. When I'm in the apartment, I'm at the kitchen table. And my wife is the peanut gallery, and she's just going to make comments because she can't watch TV because I'm recording. So she's playing Candy Crush and making comments. So. I'm playing Yay, Candy Crush. Sherry. Oh wait, should I not? Should I not admit that I'm playing Candy Crush right now? Oh, you're playing Candy Crush too. <laughs> <laughs> totally am. Yes. 
Okay. So Netflix, and this is going to be kind of a, a review and uh, and a little bit of news at the same time. But Netflix released uh, this this movie Bandersnatch a couple about a month ago, and uh, they made it as a special episode of Black Mirror. And it's a film set in the '80s, and it's about a guy that's creating this computer game in a choose-your-own-adventure format. And the movie itself is a choose-your-own-adventure story. So every few minutes in the film, they'll ask you to make a decision. And it starts out small. Uh, you might have to choose what the character is going to eat for breakfast. And later on in the film, you have to choose whether or not you want to kill your father. <laughs> you know. So uh, did you guys watch this movie? I did. Okay. Yes. Watch slash play. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> How many times did you go through it? Maybe. I only went through once, but it, it kind of the way it did it, it ended up, I ended up seeing two endings anyway, because when I got through one ending, it jumped back to another, like it, there was, it was definitely an ending and there was a, a box popped up that said, you know, escape to credits or jump to credits or whatever, <clears throat> excuse me, or, but then all of a sudden I was like back at one of the previous nexus points. Mm hmm. And so went off in another direction. I'm, not, I, I'm honestly not sure if I saw two or three endings. I think I saw maybe four endings because I, I did the same thing. I didn't go all the way through the whole movie more than once. I watched the whole movie once and then I went, I, I let it kick me back to another decision like three, three or four times. So I could kind of, uh, go different ways, but I've, I've, I've been planning to go back and watch the whole thing from the beginning and just make opposite choices and stuff. But, it's it was kind of fun. The movie itself, it wouldn't be that great if it weren't a game, you know. <laughs> it, and it didn't really feel like an episode of Black Mirror. I don't know why Black Mirror uh, put their name on it, but um, Virginia, what do you think of it? Um, I I think we saw three endings, um, and I thought, yeah, without the the. Choosing, making the choices, the whole storyline and everything was pretty silly. Yeah. But like, what happens if you choose, you know, kick his ass versus kick him in the balls? Like, you know, <laughs> these are important important choices that needs to be made. So um, it was silly, but like, I enjoyed, you know, going through the process. What about you, John? Uh, yeah, I went through many times. <laughs> <laughs> My wife and I basically kind of camped out on the couch for several hours. And, uh, okay, well, what if we do this? What if we do this? What if we do that? Um, I enjoyed it very much. Um, not that I, like, every ending was a winner or every plot line was a winner. Um, but, you know, I, I, I love it when people like push the boundaries of stuff. And I, I disagree with you, Sean. It, it, it felt very black mirror to me. Like maybe depending on your ending, um, there were two endings. I think I, I, I mean, I think we basically saw every ending that you could get except for one, but, and we got close to it. Um, and I don't think there is a quote unquote happy ending which is very Black Mirror. Uh, but there are a couple that are, that, that would be like the ending of an episode that I would expect Black Mirror to do. Um, 
and if and if we're going to talk spoilers at some point, then I'll go into detail. But if not, then I won't. But um, um, yeah, I wasn't going to do major spoilers. I know there, there's one one ending that that uh, that starts where you make the choice when he's uh, he's he's I think he's watching TV, and no, he's on the computer, and uh, he says something like "Who is this?" or whatever. And one of the choices is to tell him that you're Netflix. Oh yeah, I, I yeah. did that one. Did yeah. You that one? yeah, yeah. And it takes it in a it takes it in a weird direction. That's almost kind of comical, you know. There's, it's comical. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But. I just, I you know, I, like y'all said, if this was just a straight through episode of anything, it wouldn't have been that interesting. But unfortunately, and you know, and this is why I didn't go back and, and explore more plot lines because I even with the game, eventually, I it was like. And I'll finish the sentence here. I promise, John. Since yeah. you've been through, you've been through most of them. Mm-hmm. It's you know, it started getting really meta, and I liked that. Yes, uh, but then it kind of dropped it, and and didn't. It, it, there wasn't the payoff I was hoping for for that. Um, I would say, um, the payoff. Well, I don't know what payoff you were hoping for, but the the meta continues the meta like there's an ending that is uber meta okay because like the the netflix one uh if if you choose netflix and then he starts going you know what the is netflix and and (laughs) yeah um and then he ends up going to see his therapist and um, yeah you had you had your option of yeah or yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) and then it just ends very silly yeah yeah that's that's the those are the Monty Python endings. Yeah. So the um, the news story is that Choose Co, which is the company that published all those uh, Choose Your Own Adventure books, and I guess they still do. I always think of that as being like an '80s thing, but I guess they still make those books. Uh, they're suing Netflix because they claim that they have a federal trademark over the phrase "Choose Your Own Adventure." And uh, since Netflix used that term, there's there's a scene in the movie where he says, I'm making this game. It's like a choose-your-own-adventure book. That's where the copyright infringement comes in, that they own that <laughs> phrase. And, okay. and then they claim that because of the dark and the violent nature of the film, that it's tarnished their brand. Uh, or reignited it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Nobody, just like you just said, nobody's thought about it since like the 80s, so... Yeah. Well, the, there, there's there's another aspect of this that you, you're you're kind of leaving out is that to the Choose Co contacted Netflix or or Netflix contacted Choose Co and said we're going to use this and Choose Co said well all right write a check and then Netflix just never got back to them and went ahead and started using it so there's a little more to it than just hey we just reinvigorated your brand shut up. <laughs> Yeah, well, you know, no, Netflix, I mean, I, I, is, Netflix has been doing. This is not the first choose your own adventure movie that Netflix has made. They've got a bunch of kids movies that do the same thing. This right, is but, the they, first but one I, that's like mainstream uh, for adults kind of thing. Well, I don't think they use the phrase "choose your own adventure." They call it an interactive yeah. movie. Um, which I don't think. So yeah, I'll. I'll I will finish the sentence too at some point. Um, <laughs> yeah, I agree with you, Rick, that they should just Netflix should just pay, and that should be that. Yeah. Um, and I don't. I presume Netflix won't have a problem doing that since they use the phrase. The, it'd be different if 
They're asking you know. twenty five million dollars, though. That's an awful lot for. Well, I mean, but if that's what, well, I don't know. Well, my thing is, that- it, it, it it seems weird that you can own. I mean, I know you can, you can brand, you can have a brand, you've got your name and stuff, but to own a phrase, like if I went to the copyright office and said, I want to, I want to trademark the phrase, turn on the lights. So then anytime somebody in a movie says, turn on the lights, I can get paid for it. <laughs> well, but, well, it's more complicated than that. Yeah. It's, yeah. And it, and it is, it's not, it's not a common phrase that's like, turn. I mean, it, it's, it's, um, what's a, what's a good example? Flavor crystals. It's kind of a made-up thing that uses words that everybody knows. So if it's in a certain combination, and I mean, you got to get approved to get it trademarked or copyrighted. But um, if once once it's legal, it's legal. Yeah, and choose you know choose your own adventure is you know that is uh, uh, you know that is a distinctive phrase that describes a, spe- a specific thing. Um, you know, it's it, you know, it's like movies can copyright their tra- their uh, taglines because in space no one can hear you scream. You know, all of those words are standard words, but in that order, they are referring to something specific. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, yeah, I can see that. And and with the twenty five million, from what I understand in in copyright infringement. Well, in most lawsuits, is you ask for a ton more money than you ever expect to get, because usually judges and juries will start paring that down, and uh, so you ask for like you know two or three thousand percent more than you want, and then hopefully you'll get somewhere close to what you were expecting. It's like buying a house. Yeah. 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 So I hear that Netflix is being sued for twenty five million one day, and then the next day. my Netflix subscription is going up $2, <laughs> you know? <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. you, you, think you're, you think you're paying the bill for Bandersnatch? Yeah, there you go. I'm paying, I'm paying for Bandersnatch. Um, okay, so Aquaman is a movie that came out over the last uh, couple months. It came out in December. Loved um, it. We've been waiting on it a while. The trailer started coming out back in the summer. Now we've got it. Jason Momoa... Is back as Arthur. Uh, what are you raising your hand for? Oh, my wife has. I'm guessing she probably wanted to get your attention without interrupting the podcast. <laughs> so. Good on you, Sean. Wait, 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 wait. I'm not going to spoil it. She's saying don't wait, spoil wait, it because she hasn't seen it yet, is what she's saying. I'm not going to spoil <laughs> it. Uh, so Okay, so Jason Momoa is back as Arthur, <laughs> and uh, we know that eventually he's going to become the king of Atlantis. Um, that's kind of hard to spoil this one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, we've seen him before before in Justice League, but this is his fir- his true origin story. So I'm going to for- forego the plot details and everything because everybody knows what the movie is about. Uh, and I don't want to spoil anything for folks that haven't seen it yet. So we'll just kind of tell what we thought. And Rick, I'll go ahead and start with you. You, sa- you said you loved it. Yeah, a lot of people get surprised when I like a, a comic book movie. <laughs> um, <laughs> and granted... You know, I have no dog in this race. Uh, I, you know, there was no chance of not seeing Aquaman. I love Jason Momoa so much. Um, you know, if I if I batted for the other team, I would have posters of him all over my room. Um, I, you know, I I've never found Aquaman to be particularly offensive. Uh, you know, he's been the the butt of jokes forever, but. Um, you know, I thought the it, it it looked interesting. The trailers looked interesting. Um, 
And given what we've gotten from DC, with the exception of Wonder Woman, the bar is really, really low. So, <laughs> it, yeah, it seemed like a good afternoon's uh, entertainment. And that's exactly what it was. It, I liked the pacing. Uh, the effects, for the most part, were great. Um, you know, I've kind of come to the conclusion that the, the CG use in superhero movies is, you know, it's a, it's a really, really good cartoon. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm, yeah. I'm, you know, there were like with the early Spider-Man movies, there were times I was like, why did you use CG for that move? A person could do that. Um, now I'm, I'm just kind of unclenching and going, all right, I'm just along for the ride. Uh, it was silly. It was by the numbers. There wasn't a surprise in the film. You know, you weren't at all shocked when so-and-so showed up or when he did this or when he beat that or um, – it, it was really dark at the beginning, which kind of took me by surprise. You mean uh, visually dark or theme? Theme, like okay. the, the origin of, of Black Manta. Um, and and uh, But it also did the one thing that I love for superhero movies to do, which is start in the middle of the story and then give us flashbacks for the origin. Um, You know, it didn't start with Aquaman as a baby. Well, it sort of did, but you know, (laughs) but it didn't dwell, you know, we didn't spend the first two thirds of the movie watching him grow up and be angsty and, and figuring out his powers and stuff. It was, you know, we saw him born, and then we saw him beating up a bar. <laughs> was, yeah, uh, I, I just I really enjoyed the film. I had a great time. I it, it was not one of those movies where afterwards I came out, and the more I thought about it, the more I disliked it. I didn't really spend a whole lot of time thinking about it. I'll, I'll, all right, here here's what I said on Facebook. It's it's I didn't mind the sharks growling. That's how much I enjoyed this movie. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Okay. Well, I did think about it afterwards, and I did dislike it more (laughs) the more I thought about it. I did. I mean, I'm not going to say that I didn't like the movie because I did enjoy the movie. I thought that it was entertaining. It had some great uh, special effects. It had some great special effects. It also had some crappy special effects. I mean, the 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 de aging at the beginning. uh, That guy did not look real. (laughs) You know. Now, Nicole Kidman, uh, you don't really have to de-age her. She looks the same as she did in Batman Forever. <laughs> but uh, but that guy, just it, it was kind of uncanny valley to me. But um, I, I like Jason Momoa's performance. I thought he was good. But I thought that he was the only one giving a good performance in the movie. I thought everybody else was just... And they had some big actors. You know, Willem Dafoe... Uh, dude from Rocky Four, what's his name? Ivan Dr- Dolph, Dolph Lundgren. Yeah, Dolph Lundgren. But they just seemed like it. It was almost like they were phoning it in or whatever. Uh, he was in a comedy, and they were in a Shakespearean play. They they were in a much more serious movie than he was in. You know. Uh, yeah. It, it's almost. Did like that work used- though? That that could work if you do it right. If you do it right, but yeah, uh-huh. they, they take the template. They use they use Thor: The Dark World as a template when they should have used Ragnarok as a template, and made the whole thing just really campy and 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 far out, you know. And I think that that would have worked more. And I also saw no point for Black Manta to even be in this movie because they introduced him like he was going to be the the villain. This is a small spoiler, uh, like he was going to be the big villain, and then he turned out to just be an obstacle, you know. 
So I think that they should have saved him. I'm sure he'll show up in the sequel. I think they just should have saved the entire character for the sequel. But did did you did you stay for the after credit scene? I, uh, I, no, because DC doesn't usually do after credit scenes. So I just assumed that they weren't that they didn't have one. Black Manta will be in the sequel. Yeah, well, yeah, <laughs> just, I figured he would. <laughs> Sean, you lose a nerd point for not staying for the after credit scene. You never leave. I stayed for the after. I stayed for after credits. Um, in uh, Batman v Superman, there wasn't one. I stayed for the after credit scene in Justice League, and the usher that was standing there waiting to clean the theater said, "I'm just going to let you guys know there's not a scene at the end of this movie if that's what you're waiting for." <laughs> and everybody got up and left. So you, you know what I did? Should have asked your usher. I, I turned to my wife and I said, "Have you?" My wife asked me, "Is there an after credit scene?" And I said, "Hang on, I'll check." Hey, internet, is there an after credit scene in Aquaman? Yes. Okay, honey, we're gonna wait. <laughs> yeah, that's what I did. That's what I did. <coughs> I didn't even think about that. <laughs> Virginia, you haven't seen it, right? I have not. Mm-hmm. I was struck down with the plague between Thanksgiving and Christmas, so I haven't seen a whole lot of anything recently. <laughs> <laughs> okay. John, what would you think? I didn't see it. Oh, you haven't seen it yet? Okay. Oh. Well, that was a good review. <laughs> <laughs> good so job, guys. That's uh, what there, there's there's other stuff that's come out. So that's our that's our Aquaman review. So Rick really liked it, and I kind of liked it when I watched it, and not so much afterward. But <laughs> this is clearly a new year because Sean and Rick have switched bodies. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, when when Rick. Um, first posted on Facebook that he liked it. My first thought was he liked that movie that much and hated Ant-Man that much. Really? (laughs) Still hate (laughs) Ant-Man. Okay. Uh, Well, let's, okay. um, Virginia, have you, did you watch Bird Box? I did. Okay. Well, let's talk about that since that's something that you've seen. Rick and John, have you watched it? Nope. And not gonna. (laughs) Yes. Okay. All right. So Bird Box is, uh, it's this this movie that just kind of showed up because Netflix didn't really do a lot of marketing for it. And I think I saw one commercial for it about two weeks before it came out. And um, it's uh, it's got Sandra Bullock, it's got John Malkovich, it's got uh, B D Wong, uh, and some uh, a couple other people. Um, and it's good. It's I'm not gonna say it's great because it's really hit or miss with everybody that I've talked to. Some people really really liked it. And some people didn't like it at all. I, I haven't. Talked to a lot of people that were just in between with it, you know. Um, Sandra Bullock plays this lady that's that's pregnant, um, and she gets caught off guard because there's some kind of monster that's attacking like the whole world all at the same time, and it's and it's like reaching her town. And the thing is, if you look at these creatures, something causes you to lose your mind, and you become you're instantly compelled to kill yourself. Um, so she, she holds up in a house with some other survivors, like, like I said, B.D. Wong, uh, John Malkovich, Lil Rel, Howry is there. Um, so, and it's also interspersed with scenes that take place five years later showing Sandra Bullock. And this is where all the memes on Facebook come from is, uh, she, she's got these two children. She's in a boat going down a river and they're all wearing blindfolds and she's, she's threatening that if you take your blindfold off, I will hurt you, you know, that kind of stuff. So, um, and there's also people that, uh, have looked at the creatures and, and went crazy, but they were immune to the suicide part. And now they're going around attacking people and forcing them to look at the creatures and all that kind of stuff. But 
I really like this movie. I thought that it was, um, it's not really a horror movie. It's more of a, just a, a thriller, I guess. A really, a really suspenseful thriller. I thought Sandra Bullock did a good job. Of course, I mean, I, she, she usually does. <laughs> but uh, what did <laughs> you guys think? Virginia, what did you think? Um, I liked it. I love Sandra Bullock. Um, it was funny because um, I was watching it with Shane, and he had already seen it when he had visited his family. And about halfway through the movie... Wait, are we doing spoilers? No. Well, I mean mild spoilers. Okay, so about halfway through the movie, I was like, but what about XYZ? Like, this should be a bigger bigger factor here. And then at the very end, it's like, here's XYZ. And I'm like, okay, I appreciate you pointing that out to us now, but I had questions about it 45 minutes ago. You know what I'm saying? So... I overall I liked it. I just had a few like nitpicky things that I realized is just a me thing. Are you talking um, about the, you talking about the birds? Uh, hey, well I mean no. come on. I mean the name she's of the movie not, is she, Bird Box. I'm not talking she's about not the birds. talking about the birds. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was just gonna say the name of the movie is Bird Box. So that's not a spoiler. It's called <laughs> Bird Box because birds kind of go nuts whenever the creatures are around. So Sandra Bullock has a box in her boat that's got some birds in it. So that she can use them to know when the when the creatures are close. But go ahead and finish, Virginia. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, that was that was about it. Okay. I I mean, I I liked how I was trying to figure out. Um, you know, suddenly in the future, she has two kids. Neither one of them calls her mom. She doesn't call them by their names. Where did this other kid come from? Unless she was pregnant with like I was trying to figure out the whole kid situation the whole time. So that was very interesting. I thought. Yeah. That's all. John, what about you? Um, I liked it. It didn't occur to me to try to figure out the kid situation. I mean, I, I figured because it, it takes place, like the way it's shot, it's, um, it, it flashes back and forward between um, the beginning of this apocalypse incident, whatever, attack, and five years later. And five years later, yeah, she's got two kids. And at the beginning, she's pregnant. Um so I figured they would explain the other kid at some point. I wonder. <laughs> I, I didn't. I wasn't. I didn't try to figure it out. Um, I had a similar kind of reaction to you as you, Virginia. I was like, okay, well, what about this? But I think it just so happened that the things that occurred to me, what about this? They they actually answered earlier in the film. Um, I see. So, like, I. I yeah, there were a couple of things. Okay, well, can't they do this? And then they tried that. Okay, well, I guess they can't do that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, can they do that? And they just, well, yeah, okay, I guess that doesn't work either. Or that does work or, or whatever. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, 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 I was kind of figuring things out as the characters were figuring things out. Um, and it's not, you know, it's not groundbreaking. You know, you got your, you got your standard... Um, kind of stock characters. Um, you know, you got a, you got a jerk and you got somebody who's super weepy and you've got somebody who's super panicky, and, uh, you know, yeah. our usual cast of characters. It, it's, but it's, it's, it's fine. It's, it's an entertaining enough film. Um, I have not seen a quiet place, so I can't make that comparison. Although 
as I was watching it, I was I was thinking, okay, I'm thinking this is probably like a quiet place. So if either of you have seen both, um, what what's your what's your take on that? Yeah, it's a, I mean, the setup is a lot like a quiet. I mean, that the overall uh, idea is a lot like a quiet place because in a quiet place you've got creatures that are hunting people based on sound, and in this movie you can't look at the creatures, so you know it's sight versus sound, but. They're really two different movies because there's a lot more people in Bird Box than was in A Quiet Place. A Quiet Place is just about this one family, and there's just a couple of other characters in the in the film. Um, does it show? Does it show the attack, or does the Quiet Place just take place after? It takes place after, but there's um, they they show some news footage and some newspaper clippings and stuff like that to let you know that it's something that's been going on for a while. You don't actually see the beginning of it. I think I heard that the sequel is supposed to be more of a prequel and go back and show the the beginnings of it and stuff like that. But, um, but yeah, that's. I mean, it's just like I said, the, the overall idea I think is is similar. But they're really two different movies. A Quiet Place is also, for the most part, a very quiet movie. <laughs> I mean, there's, <laughs> well, yeah, there's I would imagine. very large sections of that movie where you're going to hear a lot of uh, popcorn crunching if you're watching it in the theater. Because there's no sound coming from the movie. Uh, but Bird Box, you know, wasn't really like that. Um, have you guys seen the, uh, people doing this Bird Box challenge online? I've oh seen my that. God. <laughs> so just, in, in the like... movie, there's a scene in the movie, and this, this might be a mild spoiler, but it's, it's in the middle. So um, it's not the ending or anything. There's a scene where they need to go to the grocery store and, and get some supplies. And obviously they can't go out looking around because if they see the creature, then they're going to die, you know. So they go into the garage and they paint all the windows of the car. Oh, God, they, I forgot about that. Yeah, and then they, they back out and they use the uh, the car's, you know, detection system, impact detection system around the car to determine when they're getting close to something so that they can kind of drive around things. Totally impossible. You can't, you do not do that. It's, it, you cannot do that. <laughs> And they managed to get all the way to the grocery store and actually park right by the front door. <laughs> that might have been the most unbelievable part of yeah. the whole movie. Yeah. <laughs> but um, so people have been supposedly trying to do this. Uh, they've been covering their windows and driving uh, without being able to see. And, of course, uh, someone got hit. I, I think they got hurt, but I don't think they got killed or anything like that. But. What there was, a, it was a, a teen in Utah. Uh, you posted this, and I had to look it up to make sure it was real. It sounded like an onion story, but it's not. Uh, she didn't cover the car's windows. She was just driving, and they got her, she and her her companion. She was seventeen. He was sixteen. Uh, they she decided she pulled her hat down over her eyes and drifted off into drifted over into oncoming traffic. Um, looks like they weren't going very fast. Uh, and see, then but, she wasn't even doing it right because they were using the computer on the dashboard that shows when you're about to hit something, you know, the, the, the impact detection system. So if she was dude, covering her eyes, <laughs> she wasn't dude, even doing it right. You live with a teenager, you know, they're not the smartest <laughs> creatures on earth. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, she, she the, the, the funniest thing about the article was that at the time of the article's posting, which was I read it yesterday, they were they they weren't saying what what 
uh, whether or what charges were going to be brought. And I'm like, seriously, you're you have to consider this. <laughs> it's just ridiculous. Yeah. You know, if if people want to stupid themselves to death, I'm all for it. Just don't endanger somebody else doing it. Yeah. Yeah. That's 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 the main thing. Don't try this at home. <laughs> for one thing, it, it's a it's a movie. You can do things in movies that you can't do in real life. I mean, it's that's that's part of uh, fiction. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, um, another movie that came out uh, over the last couple months is Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Um, this one I was kind of nervous about because it's another story involving parallel universes, which we seem to be getting a lot of lately, especially from DC. And um, it seemed like yet another way for Sony to cash in on Marvel's success, but... The trailer looked interesting. The animation style looked really cool. So I went to see it. I actually saw it with John when he was in uh, Birmingham last month. And John, uh, we've seen two movies together in the last three years. We saw this one and X-Men Apocalypse. Which one was better? (laughs) Whatever. (laughs) (laughs) We're not dignified that with a response. (laughs) So... Uh, I I love this movie. I I don't want to go out on the limb and uh, like a lot of people have online saying that it's the best Spider-Man movie ever because I still I still think Homecoming is the best Spider-Man movie for me. But it is really really good. It had a lot of action. It had a good story. It was visually appealing. Uh, the characters were really well developed. Uh, what do you guys think, Virginia? You haven't seen it, right? Correct. I haven't seen it yet. Okay. So what did you think of it? uh i i enjoyed it uh it was a lot better than i expected um because again you know i'm not a comic book person i like spider-man but i don't read spider-man comics and i haven't really watched the spider-man cartoons so uh it was you know i saw it because my daughter wanted to see it and um i thought it re it could have gotten to the story a little sooner um, I, I thought there was just maybe, you know, five or 10 minutes more of setting up than it really needed. But once it got, you know, once it kicked off, off, it was a, it, you know, it was a nonstop thrill ride and I really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Okay. John, you saw it twice. I did see it twice. Um, I didn't like it. What? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I saw it twice. <laughs> I saw it twice. Uh, so I could hate it even more the second. <laughs> There's one thing I love doing is paying money for crap. <laughs> <laughs> no, I thought it was. I thought it was great. I thought it was great. Um, it was. You know, I. I'm, I guess most superhero films. I'm kind of where Ricky is on Aquaman. It's like you know, you don't really. I just want something fun. Just be fun. Yeah. Colorful would be nice, you know. Stick a message in there if you want. Give me decent acting. Give me a plot. Um, so most um, comic book movies, um, I don't, you know, I, I'm not going. I'm not the guy who's going to rage against the machine because they changed Chonzo's costume. I don't care. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> yeah. Just make as long as it makes sense. It's fine. Um, so. Like, this was, like, legit a good movie. This was, like, a really good movie. And I'm, it's, 
it's a little disheartening that um, Aquaman and Venom made so much more money. Uh, but I, I think I think it's just a matter of there are people. I mean, obviously, you know, the fans are going to see it. The fans are going to see those movies. But there are people who can be convinced into going to see um, Venom as an action movie, maybe. But yeah, I mean, I it it was it was really good. I mean, I, I don't want to spoil anything, and I'm sure the people who are listening to this podcast have either already seen it or have seen, you know, a trailer or com- or or commercial enough that would reveal anything that I would say about it. So uh, it, I, I heartily endorse this film. Uh, I am even, stunned that Venom made more money than it. Venom is, I think, well, I, I don't want to, let me see. Let me, let me go, let, let me, let's go to box office mojo because are we going to talk about Venom? Can I shit on Venom? I mean, no. Uh, I mean, you can talk about it. <laughs> we talked about it a little bit a while back, but I think I was the only one on the panel that had seen it at that point. But oh God, what a piece of crap that movie! Was. I remember saying, I remember. I think that my review was that I cannot say that it's a good movie, but it yeah, wasn't. That, it wasn't a completely terrible movie. I mean, I yeah. did have fun watching it, but it is. It is now on demand, and um, I'm I'm going based on your review. And uh, other reviews who basically said the same thing. Like, it's, you know, it's fun enough to watch, I guess, but there are other ways to spend your time. So that's why I haven't. If it comes on HBO, I'll probably watch it. But aside from that, I'm not going to pay extra for it. All right. Venom's lifetime gross is $213,480,401. And... All right, why am I not getting anything for Spider-Man on Box Office Mojo? Okay, Spider-Man box office gross 300 domestic 334,201,140. So it's yeah, Spider-Man is is oh wait, that's Spider-Man. Uh, yeah. Spider-Man Homecoming. Yeah. Into the Spider-Verse. Here we go. Here we go. Uh, oh shoot. 149,635,115. Yeah. Wow, the, the wow. world has no taste, but then we knew that. <laughs> Yeah, well, and I think I think there are a lot of people who just just innately. Well, I'm not gonna. I don't want to see a cartoon. Yeah. I don't want to see a kids movie. And the, it's it's PG, and it's a good PG. That's the other thing. I could actually see this with my kids, and there's no no nobody drops the f bomb, nobody drops the s bomb, but it's still like as an adult, it's still a good film. Yeah, there and there, I, is, and I, there is some violence. There are some people that die, but there's no. I was, I was getting to that. <laughs> uh, yes, there, there is. There are a couple of deaths and like violent deaths, um, and you know, there's there's punching and kicking and that kind of thing. But yeah, there it's um, the 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 violence brings an emotional weight to it. There's a reason for it. Yeah. Um, and if you're a Spider-Man fan, you know, like Uncle Ben gets killed. So it's it's the level of Uncle Ben getting killed. Yeah. I, I love the relationship between Miles and his uncle, as twisted as, as it was. Um, yeah. And uh, and his I, I I loved all of the family dynamics with with Morales. I really like him. I really like him a lot as Spider Man. It was yeah. I had a couple of, a couple of things that I noticed, you know, questions that came up when I was watching it. But uh, so Chris Pine voiced Spider Man in the first part of the film. 
the prime Spider-Man, I guess. Uh, oh. Jake Johnson plays an older and slightly out of shape Spider-Man from another universe a little <laughs> later on in the movie. But uh. there's there's something that, that struck me. So at the beginning, they made this joke um, where they kind of insinuated that uh, the Chris Pine Spider-Man is the Spider-Man that we know from the original uh, Sam Raimi movies, you know, oh. and they yeah. kind of recreated a couple of those scenes and they recreated the, the little dance scene from Spider-Man three. <laughs> But when <laughs> this happened, yeah, yeah, this happened. But I, when I saw that, I was like, "Yeah, but when they, he did that scene, he wasn't wearing that costume. He was just wearing regular clothes." Why did you know? So that's the nitpick kind of stuff that, that I. <laughs> it was a reference to. Yeah, it was a it was a Easter egg. It wasn't. Yeah. Um. The, another thing that really did I really did have a question about this, and uh, and I I meant to ask you about it, John, when the movie was over, and I forgot about it. But um. So. I thought Lily Tomlin as Aunt May was great. I think she did a, a great job. Um, well, that's Lily Tomlin. She yeah. can't not do I a great job. <laughs> there, and this is a little bit of a mild spoiler, but we meet the daughter of Doc Ock in this movie. And when they meet her, she says, my friends call me Liv. My enemies call me Doc Ock. Uh, and she attacks the house. Aunt May said, oh, great. It's Liv. You know? Yes. And I was like, so is there some history? Were they friends? <laughs> or so are we going to find out that Aunt May and Liv were like partners or something like that at one point? So I think that that would be an interesting concept for a, a sequel or something like that. Was that a question? I was just wondering if you guys noticed that. <laughs> <laughs> I did, yes, I definitely noticed that. And I thought it was really cool. And I, I, I was, yes. And I didn't actually think that it was his daughter. I just thought that it was this was this world's version of Doc Ock. Well, I, I, I say that because um I listened to a podcast with some guys that are really into comic books and they were talking about this movie and they said that in the comic book Doc Ock has a daughter named Liv who becomes Doc Ock later on. Uh, so I assume yeah, yeah. so they, they assumed that it's supposed to be her. So I just um, chalked it up to I don't know squat about comics and they're in an alternate universe anyway, so any anything goes. Yeah. But this is one that you definitely want to stick around for the after credit scene. That <laughs> yes, yes. Um, Nicholas Cage as Spider Man Noir, I thought he was great. Uh, mm -hmm. Spider Ham was weird but funny. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, I wanted to tell you guys something that happened uh, recently. So uh, Jared that plays uh, uh, Captain Game Show a lot. He posted on Facebook that um, Into the Spider-Verse has created a uh, a way that kind of out-of-shape dads can dress up for yeah. now or whatever. And uh, I read that to my wife, and she said, oh, because of Spider-Ham? Wow. <laughs> I said, no, but that's yeah. a good one. <laughs> Kingpin looked really weird in that movie. He was, he was, he did. He he was the most stylized, and it was almost it's like his out of was place. In his chest. Yeah, yeah. No, nobody else was was as stylized as him. If everybody else kind of had that same kind of, like the Incredibles, everyone stylized. Like real people should not would not look like that. But because everyone looks like that, it looks normal. Yeah. But he was the only he was the only one who looked weird. Yeah. That weird anyway. Yeah, he mm -hmm. was way bigger than. Than he probably should have been. But I, I guess they really wanted to uh, differentiate that kingpin from uh, the way he appears in Daredevil because people would be like, 
kind of comparing that or whatever. But well, they, had, they need to they needed to justify how he could get in a physical fight with Spider-Man and not just lose. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. If he's eight yeah, feet tall and, and 500 <laughs> ten, pounds, well, 10 feet wide. To, he, he, had, he had superpower. I didn't, does Kingpin have superpowers? Because he was picking up cars and stuff. Yeah. I mean, he's really, really strong. He's like, and, and again, I don't know. Um, I don't know the Miles Morales universe. Um, but it would not surprise me, and I and I haven't really read even any universe in in decades, so it would not surprise me if if Kingpin had some physical enhancements that made him stronger than just a really strong guy. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, uh, much like Rick, I, I chalk a lot of stuff up to just my ignorance, and yeah, between me not knowing and well, it's an alternate universe, you can really. <laughs> you can cover pretty much all your bases. Yeah. That's why stuff that doesn't make sense. Spider Man's not blind. Well, this one is. Well, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, that's. I mean, that's that's all that I had. Do you have guys have anything that you've been watching that you want to bring, wanted to bring up? Uh, we saw Wreck It Ralph. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I want to hear you do another positive review. So go for it. I enjoyed it. Uh, I had not seen Wreck-It Ralph. Uh, I don't know why. Uh, just something about it didn't appeal to me. And so I, you Despite know. Despite my many recommendations. I know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, it took me 45 years to watch The Godfather. Uh, so, you know, <laughs> sometimes I'm a little slow on these things. Um, but, uh, I was, you know, it was like, oh god, I gotta watch this movie because I'm gonna take Sharon to see the sequel, and all right, I'll, I'll watch it. And then I was like, okay, I'll watch it with Sharon. That might that might make it a little more bearable. And then at the end of the movie, I'm like, what the hell was wrong with me? That was brilliant. Um, so then we went and saw Ralph breaks the internet, and while it's, you know, it 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 it, it is not going to be one of those. Oh wow, the sequel was better than the first. It was certainly almost as good as the first. Yeah. Uh, you know, I really enjoyed it. The, you know, it, having just watched the first one the night before, it didn't feel any different as far as, you know, any of the characters uh, or the voice actors suddenly, you know, forgetting what they did the first time or anything. Um, I love Sarah Silverman. And so her as Vanellope was just so much fun. Um, it, you know, the only thing I would say negative about it and i don't think this is really a big negative is while i was watching wreck it ralph there were a few times when i was like wow this must have been really cool in the theater um whereas watching ralph breaks the internet there was no time when i was like oh that's really neat i'm glad i'm watching this on the 40 foot screen um but you know i think that you know part of that you know probably just me being jaded john wreck it ralph i agree um, pretty well, much I wanted, with. Uh, I did want to ask you guys since you, I haven't seen it yet. Um, so the first one is all like video games, right? So the second one is not about video game culture. Um, somewhat. It, it is about video game culture, but it's much more about internet. Okay. It, it's if if the internet were a place that old that old comic bit. If the internet were a place, you know this this thing would be this thing, and this thing would be like this thing, and, and this would be this as a person, and it it. It is that. So that includes, but it's not limited to video games. Okay. And I think only Disney has deep enough pockets 
I'm gonna I'm gonna guess you're you're saying has deep enough pockets to license all of the characters and entities and representations yeah, exactly. that, they, that they had running around. That's exactly what I said. Yes, only you yeah. said it better. <laughs> <laughs> Disney does have them some deep pockets. Yeah, I mean, there's yeah, I mean, but you see that in the commercial, there's you know, eight mega empires that are just you know hanging out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> at the Disney site, the 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 scene with the princesses was great. The musical number was great, and the uh, the first big chase scene I really liked. Um, uh, the ending was it was okay. It was good. It did not go where I thought it was going to go, and I, but it made sense in the film. But it wasn't, you know. It, it, yeah, that's what it was. I, I would say compared to the first one, the first one was like, yeah, like it, it, it took you on a, like a nice emotional journey. This <laughs> this one was kind of hard to watch. You're like, ooh, it's kind of cringy. <laughs> 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 but I mean, but but just like the behavior is cringy, and you're supposed to feel that it's cringy, so that when the person corrects their behavior, you're like, oh, thank God, because that was horrible. Yeah, yeah. Um. But it's still not as uh, <laughs> it makes it makes you feel a little funny inside. It's not it's not always the best. But the musical the musical number was great. Yeah, let me see if I see anything else. Um, final season of Voltron. Voltron on uh, Netflix wrapped up. Uh, well done, Netflix. Uh, I'm sure if I could get, like, I feel like there's a lot of stuff that I'm just forgetting. <laughs> I I just just for giggles I looked up Ralph breaks the internet on Box Office Mojo. We may not be seeing any more of these. It had a production budget of 175 million, and as of yesterday, uh, as we're recording, it only has made 190 million. That's that's not considered successful by movie standards. Yeah. Well. Fair. A lot of stuff. A lot of stuff hit the hit theaters in December. And they were competing with each other. I mean, you had uh, Spider-Verse, and you had Mary Poppins, and you had Aquaman, and, and all this stuff hitting all at the same time. So, Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. Let me, let me, damn it, Box Office Mojo. I, you know, I don't understand the domestic versus worldwide grosses anymore. Why do they keep doing that? Worldwide, it's made $435 million. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. We'll see another one. <laughs> Uh, Virginia, you you seen anything lately you wanted to bring up? I know um, you and Shane have been watching a lot of stuff for your podcast. Yes, um, I re- well, I've been enjoying Charmed. It recently came back from the break, and um, I think the, it's the, actually the new Charmed. Yes, the new Charms, and I think it's kind of gearing up to be better than. I mean, of course, the graphics and everything are better, but even like the relationship between the sisters and whatnot is, I think, better in this version. And then um, while I was recuperating from the plague, uh, Scott Madison sent me a link of uh, the Arrowverse shows to watch in order. So I've been working my way through that. I think I'm in season three of I'm towards the end of season three for Arrow, end of season one for The Flash. So, like, a lot of stuff is happening. Wow, right that now. is a tall order. You're going through all of the Arrowverse? <laughs> yes. Yeah, yes. All right. Scott, ha- Scott has arranged a, a list. 
so that you watch uh, you watch each show in the order that they uh, I guess in the order that they air, they air so sure. that when you right. get to when you get to the crossover episodes you're not behind on anything you know right so yeah, yeah so that's, that's soon I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna pick up with Supergirl too I think is coming up soon and then speaking of Lily Tomlin this isn't really nerd related but I'm super excited that the new season of Grace and Frankie is coming out. This is coming out next week, this episode. So it comes out on Friday the 18th. Oh, is I'm it that really soon? Excited. Okay, I didn't even realize it's it been a year since the last. Hey, Sherry, the new season of Grace and Frankie comes out next week. Oh. <laughs> she likes that show. See, Sherry knows. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> it's really great. It has Lily Tomlin and Jane Fonda, and I love it. Martin Sheen and uh, Sam Watterson. Yeah. Yes. Did you guys hear that, um, you know, Buffy and Angel used to be on Netflix. They're not there anymore. And I heard that they're coming back to streaming, but they're going to be on Facebook. Yeah, they are. They are That's already weird. there. Are they I've, already, I've already seen, there? Okay. I believe so. I haven't, I haven't checked them there, but it's, it's like, um, I'm, I'm, a like, whatever you call it. Like, I like the, the, uh, Almost said Sarah Jessica Parker, um, uh, Sarah Michelle Geller page or whatever. So, like she she's she said that it's that they're there wherever the thing is. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, I guess I, don't like I heard that and I was like, I, I I don't really think of Facebook as I don't think of watching shows on Facebook. I mean, there's some some short videos that I watch on like Facebook watch, but I haven't thought of it being a platform for TV shows and movies and stuff. I guess they're trying to trying to get into that. Everybody else yeah. is. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, are you got just, uh, to take a poll, are you guys planning on subscribing to the Disney service when it comes out? I guess it really no. depends. Depend. Um, Probably depends on how much and what they've got. Yeah. Well, if I can avoid it, said, I will, but I don't know that I'll be able to avoid it. Yeah. There's when so much stuff that they were going to, that they were going to do that. I was like, no, nah, I'm not getting another streaming service. And then they come out and say, well, all the Marvel stuff is going to be there. All the Star Wars stuff is going to... Oh, and look, we're going to have a brand new Star Wars show. You're only going to be able to see it here. <laughs> so I'm like, yeah, I guess I probably will. <laughs> right. So I mean, if if it's comparable to Netflix you know, and Hulu, if it's somewhere around eight, ten bucks a month, probably, if there's enough stuff on it that Sharon would watch. Um but you know, I'm I'm fine with not watching another new Star Wars cartoon or. Uh, They're gonna have a live action. Let's go to live action. The Mandalorian. Let me know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I. Okay, Boba Fett is probably my least favorite Star Wars character that came out of the original trilogy, uh, but on Star Wars Rebels, Sabine is one of my favorite characters. So I don't dislike Mandalorians on the surface, but I just. I'm not jazzed about a series about them. I don't care. So, yeah, I will say that the Star Wars stuff is probably the what I'm least interested in. Um, like, there's there's still several Star Wars series that I just I haven't seen, and not that I have anything against them or have really disliked any of them. It's just, you know, there's a lot of stuff. There's a lot well, of stuff. I would there. be disappointed if Disney had their own streaming service and they didn't have Disney's entire back catalog on there. I don't know if there's licensing issues that would keep that from happening, but I would want to, I would want everything Disney ever made to be on there, you know? Uh, 
as long as the, the, here's here's what would get me on like unequivocally. Like if if, if they've got uh, if they've got gargoyles the entire series, and if oh if they pick gargoyles up and like I don't need a reboot, but because uh, the the original was great, but if they pick that storyline up, I'm there. I if they do announcement that they were going to make a movie, a gargoyles movie. I, uh, I've seen that for years. I, I've like I don't I don't know if, if that's real. <laughs> it's um, right, it's right up there with the last Starfighter sequel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. Okay. Well, I I would like okay. to recommend one thing okay. uh, that I watched. Uh, if y'all haven't seen it yet, uh, Ellen DeGeneres did a stand-up show. I've been uh, meaning for, to watch it. Yeah. First one in 15 years. Uh, it's called wow. Relatable. Uh, if you liked her stand-up before she became huge or you know, back when she was still doing stand-up, um, it's different. She doesn't do the, you know, the long rambling stories like she used to, uh, but I still really enjoyed it. I love Ellen. Um, I think she's adorable uh, in that, you know, I, there, you know, I think there's like one person in the world who could talk to me before I've had my first cup of coffee in the morning. And that would be Ellen. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, you know, it, 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 she's, she's just such a, a genuine person. And there, there are a couple of laugh out loud moments in the concert, but it's not, you know, falling on, you know, falling off your chair. Robin Williams can't breathe kind of funny, but it's, you know, it's good, solid Ellen. And, uh, you know, it's, there are worse ways to spend an hour. So, uh, Check it out. If you like Ellen, I think you'll like this one. Well, before I close the show out, I have a couple of announcements, two or three announcements of varying importance. Uh, first of all, the show schedule for, for this show for Cosmic Potato uh, over the next uh, few months is going to be a little bit different. We're not going to do a weekly show. Um, I want to say that the show will be bi-weekly, but I'm not going to promise anything. <laughs> Uh, things have just happened over the last couple of months that have severely limited the amount of time that I can devote to the show. So I'm just saying that the show will be here roughly every two <laughs> weeks or so, sometimes more, sometimes less. Uh, your best bet is just to subscribe on iTunes or Stitcher or Podcast Addict or join our Facebook group because I'll let you know whenever there's a new episode out uh, right there. So uh, there are new episodes of all the other shows on the network coming out all the time. So World War G. Review of Mania, Captain Game Show, Wait You've Never Seen. You know, just go to uh, CosmicPotato.com, check those out. Uh, second announcement is that the Discovery After Show is coming back. As this episode releases, the first episode of Season 2 should already be out. So, if you like Star Trek Discovery, go check that out. It's the same group of hosts as this show, but we're just talking about each episode of Discovery as they come out week by week. And uh, the third announcement, if you recall, I was doing a podcast called The Prime Direction. Uh, all of you all of you guys have been on the show at some point. It was a long-form discussion every month with a fan of Star Trek, and we'd talk about their fandom throughout their life and what the show meant to them over the years and how they felt about uh, where it's taken them over time. And I got super busy and just decided that I was going to put that show on hiatus uh, for a while while we were kind of building the after show and working on some things for this show and stuff like that. So the prime direction is going to soon be coming back to the cosmic potato network with a small change. I won't be hosting it. 
um, I'm handing the hosting baton over to Scott Madison and let, uh-huh. him, let him take over for a while. I'm not sure how long it's going to be until that happens. So keep checking the site and the Facebook page, and I'll let you know when it when it uh, when it actually happens. He's been lining up some guests and things like that. His first guest will be yours truly. So. That was going to be my question. Actually. Yeah. <laughs> so I've been on the show like 22 times, and nobody's asked me anything. <laughs> so. Not true. I've asked you stuff. I'm I asked you stuff too. <laughs> So, uh, do you guys have any announcements for your uh, various uh, shows and whatnot that you wanted to bring up? Uh, I don't I'll go think first. So. No. Okay. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> just wanted to put it out there. Give me a chance. Well, I just I, I I want to offer a general apology. I I I do try to put mine out weekly, and um, <laughs> much like Sean, due to due to uh, unforeseen circumstances. Uh, podcasting has slipped somewhat on the rungs of priority in my life. Um, but I do like, I do like putting one out every week. So, um, I'm, I hope to try to be weekly, but if I'm not stick with it, there'll be one coming soon. (laughs) All right. Uh, okay. Well, that's it for this week. So, uh, I want to thank everybody for being here. Virginia, thank you very much for being here tonight. Thank you for having me. And let everybody know where they can find you on the interwebs. Um, you can find the podcast that I do with my boyfriend, Shane, right here on the Cosmic Potato Network. It's called Wait, You've Never Seen, where we watch movies that one of us has seen, one of us hasn't. And it's a lot of fun. And our sequels month is coming up pretty soon. And I know you're all dying to know what Shane thinks about Grease 2, as I know you're all going to watch it. Yeah. <laughs> um, and um, you can find my Star Trek uh, beginners blog, which is woefully behind at tocasuallygo.com. All righty. And Rick, thank you for being here. My pleasure. Thank you. And where can we find you? Uh, usually hiding behind a dumpster or <laughs> maybe. Oh, um. I thought I saw you the other day. <laughs> uh, right now, if for some reason you want to talk to me, check me out on Twitter. It's adm.marius. Ad- no, that's Skype. It's just ADM Marius. <laughs> Admiral Marius is a, as an abbreviation on Twitter. Uh, I'm trying to be more of a presence there. Um, or on Facebook, if you want. I'm, I'm not at one. Eh, don't worry about Facebook. It's <laughs> literally <laughs> <laughs> on Twitter. <laughs> All right. And John, as always. Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, I guess that's going to do it uh, for this episode. Be sure to join us next time on Cosmic Potato, the Super Fan Talk podcast, when you might hear John say. It occurs to me that if I cut piece of paper with scissors that ruins the paper or if I smash scissors with a rock that ruins the scissors but covering a rock with a piece of paper in no way diminishes <laughs> the crushing power of a rock that's some bullshit right there <laughs> be sure you like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter You can contact us by email at mail at cosmicpotato.com or send us a voicemail or text message to 205-642-8380. Help the show grow by giving us a five-star rating on iTunes. 
Thank you for joining us for Cosmic Potato, the Super Fan Talk podcast. What is somebody like? Somebody writing? Sounds like someone writing with a pencil. I'm going to say someone's cleaning their fingernails with a piece of paper. No. No. Now, my wife is walking around picking up baby toys right now. So. No, it's, it's a, that tapping again. It's that tapping again. Tap, 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 tap. I don't hear it. Unless I'm doing stop. something. Hang on. Everybody stop, stop talking for a second. I know what that is. Who's snorting coke? <laughs> it sounds like someone tapping like a pencil or a credit card or something or or sweeping with a little broom or something it, it... Sweeping with a little broom. are you hearing it right now i love how your mind works rick <laughs> <laughs> i'm imagining like a baseball empire now just like behind sean or something <laughs> i'm not doing anything i'm just sitting here looking at my computer screens <laughs> Let's just do this the whole rest of the podcast. Just his yeah. name, right? That's yeah. great. That's great. Yes, the sound for the fans. Okay, whatever that ghost is doing, it's doing it harder. Now. <laughs> it's like a bird is trying to escape. It's, it's Somebody the, it's, sending us a message. I'm literally not doing anything. <laughs> it's the world's tiniest theater fan just giving uproarious <laughs> applause. <laughs> Back away from the mic and make sure I'm not breathing on it too hard or something. Well, it's not breathing. It's tap 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 tap. It's, tap, tap, it's tap, definitely you can't hear it, Sean. No, nah, I can't hear it. Wow. See, that makes me think it's you. If you're the only one who can't I'm hear it, I'm not tapping on anything. I, <laughs> I don't. I mean, I don't think like not necessarily you. But I mean, coming like. from your end. And John, as always. Uh, yeah. So I have a theory. You're at your kitchen table, right? Yeah, I am. Is there like a is there like a sugar dish or some like something that might be just slightly it, not it, it, not it flat be. to the table and is maybe wobbling on some level that we can't hear it with human ears, but the microphone can pick it up? No, it's just, I mean, there's nothing. Are you on? I'm not are you on a laptop? I'm on a laptop. Yeah. Is the is the maybe the 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 screen just rocking a little bit. We're determined to solve this mystery. <laughs> you, whatever you're hearing is not coming from me. I, I'm not, there's nothing here. Let's see. You hear that? I'm actually, yeah. I'm actually hitting my microphone now. There's. Podcast where everybody just tries to figure out what the weird noise on the, on the mic is. Snape. Snape. Severus Snape. <laughs> All right. Hey, let me ask you guys something. Do you hear this? No. Okay. No. I was kind of wondering if Skype was picking up the mic on my headphones, if maybe that's what you were hearing, but that's not it. Because it, it, I was talking to my wife. I, I was at work the other day, and I was talking to my wife on the phone, and I was using my headphones, and she kept saying, what is that noise? What is that noise? I realized that the mic on my headphones was just kind of dangling against my shirt and just rubbing back and forth. I don't know. I don't hear anything. <laughs> you know, what's going to be funny is if uh, you edit this and the mic didn't pick it up and we all just sound crazy. <laughs> I'm telling you, my mic's not picking up any because all the sound, I'm, I'm looking at OBS and all the sounds. I'm hearing it again. I hear it right yeah. now. Huh? I can hear it right now. It's happening yeah. right now. I'm literally not moving. <laughs> 
The governor. No, I, I believe you. I'm just saying it's like I need I need you to believe me like we believe you. <laughs> I believe that you guys hear something. I just don't. Th- I think it's something that's on the line or something, and I don't think it's coming from me. My my wife says that it's because I made fun of the governor at the beginning of the show, and now she's sabotaging our <laughs> our podcast. It's a secret government plot. Tapping the line. Darn it, Kay. Uh, literally. Uh, <laughs> God, what the? Show that night. You know, oh, I'm my God. It's going to drive me insane. It's literally going to drive It's like water torture. <laughs> yeah, it so. is totally coming from you, Sean, because it only happens when you're talking. And it, it is, I don't know, like, it's gotten louder. <laughs> wait, and, and wait just, you're recording too, aren't you? Yeah. Then... If he can't hear it on his, then he might be able to hear it on yours. Yeah. And I just proved it wasn't me because I turned off my mic and it was still going on. Well, let me, hold on. Let me, oh. mute, let me mute myself and see if you guys still hear it. Hold on. Let me pull my Skype up here. Yeah. There's the noise again. Did you just turn your mic back on, I my mic uh, back Sean? On. Maybe it it's is. coming from you, dude. It's totally coming from you. I don't know what it could be. I don't know what <laughs> what's going on in this room. I don't know if it's my mic. <laughs> Do you have a ceiling fan? No, uh. Uh-uh. Did you did you check the did you check the apartment for gremlins? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I really I don't I'm not touching they're, they're anything. Quick. I'm not I don't know. But it, I know it's it not, sound- it's not going to be on my recording, I know, because the stuff that's on my recording comes through my headphones and I don't hear it, so It just it sometimes it sounds like 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 John said, like a credit card tapping. Sometimes it sounds like a pencil writing. Sometimes it sounds like chalk on a chalkboard. Um, and I was joking about a, a teeny tiny person applauding, but it does sound like that sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds that, like applause. That was probably my, my – at one point in the show, my wife came in here and turned the water on. That might have been what that was. But Well, no, it, it, sounded, it sounded like that like two minutes ago. Oh, yeah. See, I'm not doing anything. <laughs> right now, there it is. Okay, when you said that, I had my elbow on the table, and I took my elbow off the table, and then you said, "There it is." I think I think what you what's happening is the table is shaking almost imperceptibly, but it's the vibration is coming up through your laptop into the yeah, microphone. I, I think Probably. I think it's the actual vibration of the All right, laptop. Tell me, tell me if you can hear anything when I do this. Slow. Yes. Okay. I will. Yeah, try, I will try to find another surface to put my mic on. <laughs> <next week. laughs> I might have to put my mic on the high chair over here in the corner. <laughs> well, now I can rest. That, that would have kept me up all night. Okay. 